Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. It's Paige. Guess what? The Moms Organization Motivation is now on YouTube. So if you've ever been curious what I look like when I do all my hand talking, when I'm recording my podcast episodes, or if maybe you're just really here for the before and after transformation pics and videos when I am working on my own home or working with my clients, now's your chance to see it. Of course, there are also going to be plenty of three E's reminders, and I'm sure the occasional outtakes. So head over to everythingwithstyle.com and you can find a YouTube icon there to click on, on any of the pages at the bottom. You can go to YouTube and you can actually search up the mom's organization motivation with Paige Killian. You can go to the show notes in all of these episodes and click the link there, or you can find me at everything with style mom on Instagram and check out my profile. There's going to be a link that'll take you directly to it there as well. Lots of different ways to get there, but the point is you got to check it out. I hope you'll subscribe and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game-changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation. I am joined today by a guest that I have wanted to have on since the beginning of time. Honestly, since I started organizing at all, 
I have followed this girl. I love this girl. She is a busy mom of littles too. So she gets it. And she's also a professional organizer and runs her own company. Not only does she do all of those important things, but she is a a chicken mom. Yeah. She likes chickens. She has the most interesting and I love her dance moves. She fires me up. Her stories on Instagram are my absolute fave. It is like entertainment for me. Plus I learned all of the organization things. Even this organizer needs the tips. So you guys have to follow my friend who is here with me today, Katrina Teeple of Operation Organization. Katrina, thank you for being on today. Well, thank you. Uh, yes, I know. This is so great because I remember we met through our mutual friend, Jen, uh, years ago when I didn't even have children yet. But um, it's just been so great to kind of reconnect again, like through this uh, organization world. And the cool thing is that we're both doing this and we up late chit chatting on uh, direct messages on Instagram and everything. And I just love you so much. So I'm really honored to be on your podcast and able to talk about all things digital decluttering. Yes, exactly. Digital decluttering is what I called in backup for with this one. Uh, Yes, I will say I'm very grateful that we were introduced so long ago. And it does seem like as the years pass, we just have more and more in common. Like I said, with the dancing, oh my gosh, you guys, I find myself dancing when she is. And when I said interesting dance moves, it's because one of my all-time favorites is when you did the llama dance, when you were like bouncing around as the llama, I, my daughter, who's obsessed with llamas, we watched it maybe a thousand times. We really did. Um, I have the absolute best time uh, watching you. You're so much fun. And yes, organization, this is our, our love and our passion, but guys, I got to tell you, I am terrible at the digital decluttering of it all. I joked with Katrina. I was like, I can totally organize people's pantries and their closets. But when it comes to photos and emails and their phone, I just, it stresses me out. So I had to call in backup today and I have the best here with me. So I'm really excited for you to share some of these things. I do want to mention one more time that anything that we're going to talk about, it's going to be on her website, which is operation organization, what.com. Yep. That's right. And then also on Instagram, she's operation organization. And anytime you want to check out show notes, whatever podcast platform you're listening to, you can just scroll down and see those, or you can go to my website, which is everythingwithstyle.com and click on the podcast tab. And I believe this is going to be episode 81. So we are going to talk all about digital decluttering today. Katrina has got, we were going over before we hit record, we were going over some awesome apps that I think are going to be super helpful. So she's going to share those things. So if you are driving, Driving or sitting in carpool or doing laundry, you continue with that. And then you don't have to worry about grabbing pen and paper because we're going to have it all there for you. So it's just a click away. So Katrina, please tell us when it comes to being a busy mom of littles, all of the incoming school emails, all of the photos and the videos and all the different things. In addition, if you're just living your life and trying to have a social life and things coming into play and maybe even being a business owner or an employee of a company too, how in the world do you feel like you manage all of that? Go for it. It is a lot as you described it. I mean, just even I started my company 17 years ago and it was just like so paper heavy compared to where it's at today. And, you know, just as you mentioned all that, it's like we have so many inboxes, right? It's no longer just our email inbox. We have inboxes in Facebook. We have direct message uh, 
you know, inboxes. We have LinkedIn. We have um, portals for our kids' schools that we have to go into. We have group me apps. We have, you know, direct messages in Instagram. There's just so many different places to look for messages. It can get really overwhelming. And uh, and then we've got text messages and then there's Slack and then there's there's just so many different things. There's there's WhatsApp. I mean, so it's 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 a lot. So I just found that through my own life, it got overwhelming at some point. And so I just became one of those people that wanted to always like simplify and take things to the next level in terms of efficiency, because I don't want to have the feeling of overwhelm. And I think that's what all my organization work stems from. I hate feeling overwhelmed. I know it's unavoidable in some circumstances, but there's so many ways to automate our digital life nowadays and also simplify it and create new habits so that when you are on the go, you're not overtaken by the urgency of incoming messages. Uh, And then also we can talk a little bit too, if you want, about ways to go a little more paperless too and some email kind of productivity hacks so that we're not spending so much time writing long replies and not knowing where to file things. And if you've never even set up folders, we can talk about that too. So that's yes. kind of where it all came from. Yes. I, I vote for all of that. We need all of that. <laughs> and I will tell you, actually, I saw you, I went, I'm, this was, gosh, this was pre COVID when we were all still meeting up and uh, I got, had the privilege of going and listening to you speak at an event. It was like a business networking event. And it was interesting because you were speaking to a lot of people in the business world. But for me, as a busy mom of littles, I took all of these little nuggets away. One thing I would love for you to say out of the gate, because it's something that I used, I took away that day was when I feel like I am looking at my phone, all of the notifications pop up. So how do we manage email notifications in particular, there's something that you showed me. And I write like the week after I went to see my best friend in Tennessee, and then I showed her exactly what you said. And she was like, Oh my gosh, this is life-changing. That was even just taking like all of the old gazillions of emails that we have. Right. I think I have emails from like 2012. (laughs) Um, How do we just Take that load off. If you're looking at your phone and you have 12,000 notifications that you haven't gotten to, and you mentioned just starting at that day one and having an old inbox folder and then starting new and being able to organize according to folders that might make sense in your life. Can you start there? That was really simple. So here's the thing. We all have an email address. A lot of people have more than one email address. And so it's a constant thing that can be staring you in the face to see that red little number, especially if you have an iPhone just increasing all the time. Uh, If you don't clean out your email or have folders to put emails in that you want to save, then what happens over time, over years, over months, is that that email creeps creeps into the thousands. And so if you're kind of at that point, let's say you have 5,000, maybe you have 60,000. I don't know. You know, I've, I've worked with clients and companies that even have over a hundred thousand. It's okay. There's no judgment here. But the thing I want to just um, impress upon people is Uh, Cleaning up your email or decluttering your email inbox doesn't have to be you going through every single email that you've ever gotten, okay, and deleting them or, you know, delegating them or dealing with them or putting them in a folder. What you could do very simply is what you were just talking about is uh, this method that I use with my clients, which is you just create a folder in whatever email, you know, uh, service you use. Let's just use Gmail, for instance, or, um, or it's, I guess, a label, right? 
and Gmail is what they call it. So you can just create whatever version of folder your email service uses, and you would just label it old inbox. You can do it all in caps if you want. And then what I say is that you can group highlight old emails starting at the very, very bottom of your email inbox, right? And then highlight them and literally move them over. If you're using something like Mac Mail, for instance, you can just drag and drop them over into this folder, or you can just, you know, move them over. So you would do, you wouldn't want to do all your emails because if you try to move, let's say 10,000 emails all at once, it can gum up your email service um, or you can slow down your computer, your server, whatever you're using. But if you do it in chunks, you can get down to zero in your email inbox. Now, let me just preface one more thing. When I have my clients do this method, right? And, and the reason why we do this too is like, we just want to start fresh with new habits that we can talk about today. So that's why I'm just saying, this is one way to clean up your email inbox. So you make the old inbox folder, you start to move over the majority of your old email, but I still recommend leaving the last, let's say 200 emails in your inbox to process properly down to zero because those are usually the most current things. And it would be scary to file away those in an old inbox folder that you made because maybe there's something lurking in there that you need to handle or you just haven't had the time to get to yet. So everybody's different. I usually say like the last, it could be the last month of your email leave in your inbox. It could be the last two if you're scared. It could be the last 200. You just pick what feels right for you. And then the rest of it, you move to that old inbox folder. And then over time, while you're watching some show that you like, you can go back into that old inbox folder if you choose. It could live there untouched for eternity if you want. But if you choose to kind of clean it up, declutter it, you can go back into that old email inbox and just kind of group delete things by searching by sender and start to unsubscribe from things, stuff like that, if you choose, but you don't have to be in that season right now. What the old inbox does for you is it gives you a manageable amount of email in your inbox so that you can start new habits. And one of the habits I would just say, or mindset shifts about email is that email or the email inbox rather should be where new email is received, not where it's stored and, and lives forever like a, a storage unit. It's literally where new email should go until it's processed to completion. And so I don't use it as a storage space for email that I'm done with. I create folders for that. And I'll just rattle off a couple folder names if you want page that yeah. everyone kind of use. Absolutely do. Um, I I have to tell you though, I'm already, you know, my mind is processing these things that you're talking about talking about. And I love that you said, you know, while you're just like watching a show, then you can go back and kind of process those last couple hundred. I am a serial deleter and a serial unsubscriber. So I love that you said that because I do like every night I was telling you that I love when my number goes back down to zero. So when I wake up in the morning, I know there's going to be a ton, but you said something that I haven't thought about, which is that you said you can highlight by sender and delete those or, you know, process those. Right. right. That mm -hmm. is so smart because I think about Pottery Barn kids or, you know, restoration hardware or like those places that have my email and they keep sending me emails because I ordered a bed set there or I ordered a piece of furniture there rest assured, they will find you again. They will find your email address again. If you have unsubscribed, they will find you again. If oh, yeah. you buy another thing from them. So no doubt you're not going to miss anything. Now, if 
you love those and you love seeing them all the time, that's fine. But you know that you're going to go to those places and you're going to give them back your email address if they need to ship something to you and you do yeah, another order. Missing anything. And I exactly. think about that too, I'm just going to drop one more at our first app of the day here. Yes. Tell um, me. Is if you are somebody that needs to clean up your, I mean, we all do look, I'm not going to say yeah. somebody I'm, I use this app. I'm about to tell you um, it's called unroll me. There's lots of different apps that do the same thing. My favorite is unrollme.com um, or it's just unroll me in the app store. And uh, essentially what it does is it's a paid for app, but it's totally worth it. And what it does is it filters through all of your junk email. It can recognize auto recognize junk email, and then it will send you an email uh, or you can just go check it online of all the different emails grouped together by sender in categories of like, hey, are you done with restoration hardware? Do you want to get rid of um, being on, you know, dry bars list or whatever it is that you're doing? And then you can choose to be like, yep, 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 yep. Click, click, click. Yes, you can delete all those. And then there might be a couple that you want to uncheck because you still want to get those notifications because something might slip through the cracks, like notifications from your child's school or something like that. So it's just a great way. So you don't have to do the heavy lifting of going through every single email you're and it can batch auto unsubscribe you from email lists um, over and over. And it's a, it's a, it's a subscription thing so that it's not a one-time deal. It'll do it over and over and over. And it, eventually your subscriptions will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And so you won't be having to look through so many suggested emails to yeah. unsubscribe from, but that's a great one right there. That and is that is awesome. And I feel like that's also even going to filter into your physical mail. I did an episode a while back, just that never ending mail pile. Like we all have it. And I think that is a huge thing as I talk about unsubscribing and having them take you off of your, you know, like take the address away and whatever, because that will not just be the digital inbox clutter, but it's also going to be the physical clutter as well. So, but yeah. I love that unroll me. That's great. What other apps do you have for other stuff? I would wanted to give a couple categories for your listeners that maybe they want to set up some folders if they haven't set up some folders yet for their email, yes. because I think that half the battle page is not having a home to put stuff away. I mean, you as an organizer, right? Like we, we both know that like stuff will stay on the counter if it's miscellaneous and it doesn't have a home yet. And so that's basically what email is unless you've created a folder for it. So there's like four different things you can do with email. You, they're the four Ds. You can do it, you can delete it, you can delegate it, or you can defer it. And so that's kind of more corporate talk. So I'll stay away from that. But other than that, it's like, we're just talking about doing something with it, right? You want to put it in a folder. So here are some folders that I think any, you know, mom of littles can like utilize and set up today and start having homes to put their email in if they need to keep it for reference. So emails in terms of organization, we hold it as reference. Okay. That's the only reason to put something in a folder. Otherwise we should just be doing something with it or, or deleting it. Mm -hmm. So I have a home folder. I have a kids folder. I have a medical folder. Does this sound familiar? It's like yes. people have these as paper files as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. I have a receipts folder. I have a coupons folder and I have a taxes folder and I have a personal folder, which has things like personal growth, things I signed up for, whatnot. So I won't get into the business side of stuff, but those are things that you could just set up right now today. You know, I even have a family one for, you know, when your family sends you stuff, you don't have the heart to delete. You want to go back. It's such a sweet email from when you're, or you could have friends and family and just put those together for Love kind of it. mental emails. So those are just some folders right there. 
Yeah. Those are so, that's so helpful. I think you're so right. And, and even as an organizer, those are definitely ones that we've printed labels off for Those are very helpful. And sometimes we don't think that we can do the exact same thing when we're digitally decluttering and sorting and having categories. So that's great advice. Yeah. What's up next? Um, Oh, well, I was just going to say, just before we move on from email, one thing I just like to do is a mindset change. And this is also just with all notifications, I guess, on your phone is for me, I don't even have, and now this might not work for everybody, but I'm just, I'm saying it like it is for me. I do not keep my email app on my phone on the front page. Okay. I have to dig for it because what I do is I time block so that I can use allocated chunks of focus time to really process email rather than checking email because checking just kind of means like I'm going in to check if anything's urgent. If it's not, I'm coming back out. And the other thing I like to tell clients too is I always like to leave email better than how I found it just as a home, right? If you walk into the room, you see a car on the floor that one of your kids left on there, are you going to step over it? Or are you going to just pick it up and do something better with it? Just put it away right then and there. So that's why I say like, I'd rather process email than check it. So I like to have different blocks in my day. And then that's when I check my email. If it's always on the front page and this is, you know, not going to work for everybody, but I really tried it both ways. And for me, I want to be present with my kids and stuff when I'm with my kids. And when I'm doing email, I want to do email and I don't want to do them simultaneously. So what I do is I bury my app and you could just do this temporarily if you want to, if you mostly want it on the front page and then you go into it, maybe you're an email checker right in the morning and then in the afternoon and maybe once again, before you wind down for the evening. And so I usually have two different designated times when I'm checking email and the rest of the time I'm out of there, but when I'm in it, I'm in it and I'm not coming out to do anything else. I love that so much. And you said something that I think every mom who's listening and dad, if you dads are listening to That's a huge thing, especially if you even have like some business stuff that you're dealing with in email as well, is that we don't want to be on our phone all the time. And I think because we were all just with our kids kind of 24 seven during the summer, I think that I actually made a comment to my kids a couple of weeks ago. And I said, guys, I just, I don't have an office to go to. Like my office to go to is sometimes running up to my bedroom to do a podcast episode or to do something like that. But for the most part, unless I'm in home organizing or, you know, at good old container store or something, I don't have an office. And so sometimes I am with them and I'm needing to respond to things or do something on my phone in order to continue my business moving along. But I have said to the kids just a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, guys, I feel like I've been on my phone a lot more lately than I was in the past. And I just want to let you know, I'm going to be more mindful of that and making sure that while you guys are at school, I'm going to try and get that stuff done. Then when you're home from school, you won't see me on my phone. And then when you guys go to bed, if I need to do the the last checks too. So I love the time blocking option. So again, you're just not feeling like you're constantly on the phone. I I think that's huge. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people. And I do love the option of just trying to bury it's not on your home screen temporarily and seeing how that works for you. Yeah. You can also just try to do that right before you go to bed, or if you're just trying to be with your kids, you could just bury it for a few hours and pull mm-hmm. it back out. So it's not an all or nothing thing. Do you want to talk about photos a little bit? Photo I want to, I want to talk about all of it. I mean, we could do this for hours. I need all the help, but yeah, I mentioned to Katrina before we got on and recorded, I said, I sometimes feel like I'm drowning in yes, the emails and the notifications, but really photos and videos because 
who doesn't have the cutest kids in the world here? So we have a million photos of them, especially like Katrina and I take so many photos when we're out and about, or our team is out and about taking those visual before and afters. I need help when it comes to photos and videos and organizing those, please give me all the tips. And I know you've got some helpful apps for this as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a simple one and most people know it, but if you are looking and I always get the for me, I always just go ahead and I buy the biggest phone with the most amount of storage and I take it all to iCloud. If you're not syncing your phone to iCloud, you're playing with the danger zone because mm-hmm. something will inevitably happen and you will wish you have done that. I, I also just use Google Drive to save you know all of our stuff for our work in Google Drive for photos. So that's a really easy way to just, and it has so much storage and it's actually really affordable compared to Dropbox, for instance. So if you're wanting to share uh, maybe with family and friends, you can do that. There's another app called Cluster for photos. That's really great for family members to be able to privately see, you know, shareable photos if you want, or if you want to share them with family member or with friends and stuff like that, you can do that. So those are shareable apps. But just in terms of using, let's say the iPhone with our photos, I really just tell everybody to spend at least three little chunks of time per week organizing your photos because if you just leave it in one big miscellaneous pile eventually you're going to meet up with that friend and you want to show them that amazing trip you went on or something like that and then you're just going to be that you know gal that's at the restaurant just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to try to find you really oh no that's it or i'll send it to you later and this is one more thing you need to remember to do later so what i say is download this one app okay because it's going to help you just keep your phone photos decluttered. And then we can talk a little bit more about organizing it. But I love the Flick app because it's a really fast and efficient way to delete photos. Like just in the evening, if you're watching the show, just kind of winding down, look at the photos that you took for the day, or let's say you do it a couple times a week, look at your current photos. And there's going to be maybe like your kid grabbed your phone and took some bad photos of you, you know, wait, what I'm just sharing the fact that I just did a reel the other day because I asked my son, my daughter walks down the stairs. I don't know if you saw it. My daughter walks down the stairs and we literally had on the matching outfits. We both had on black tops. We had on jeans and we both had on our, our matching Bass Pro hats that we just got when we went back to Tennessee. Oh and gosh. I was like, oh my goodness, we're twinning. This is so funny. And so I hand my phone to my son who's six And I'm like, Duke, can you take some pictures of Isabel and me and have us like, you know, cause we're matching and he's actually taken some great photos, but I think he was just being goofy or being silly. And I'm telling you, Katrina, I had 22 photos of my, my butt, my legs, a cropped out arm, the dishes in the kitchen that I I was in the middle of putting away. Talk about processing good heavens, dishes. They never stop. And we were dying laughing. Now, thankfully there were a few usable ones, but it was so funny. And so I love this. Of course I had to like document the fact that they were all hysterical and ridiculous. So I did that, you know, in a reels, right. It's there for life, but now it's time to get rid of all of those photos that we never want to look at again. Or just like yeah. you were mentioning, we were laughing because you're a runner. And so sometimes you'll just have like, if you're wanting to post something for stories and you'll just have a picture of your feet or yeah. something. Like, I'm yeah. not going to keep that right. And I don't want it using up space on my storage. Um, and I also just don't want it there because I don't want to like scroll through. It just says in yeah. my e- email inbox, I don't want to scroll through old emails. I don't want it. 
anymore. So what I use is the Flick app and you basically swipe uh, one way, you either swipe right or left and one way is delete and one way is keep. And it's actually a lot faster than going into the photos app and just tap, 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 tapping because you're finger gets kind of sore. So the swiping is so easy. It's very just like ergonomic. It works really well. And then if you make a mistake, there's always an easy way to pull it back out of the trash and then flick out. But that seriously has been a game changer for me. And I do it pretty much every night with some exceptions on my phone. And then after that, I go in and I folder. So I do create albums uh, regularly. And it's kind of one of those extra things where it's just like, if you can just take the extra three to four minutes Mm -hmm. a day, that's all it takes if you keep up on top of it to create a folder and you name it something that you will remember to come back to later. So many times people try to get cute and fancy with their folders for either their computer files or their their albums on their phone. And then you won't remember because you were trying to get all cute with it. And then it's like, just name it what you're gonna remember later, okay? Name it that person, name it that place, name it you know that idea that you had. Just yeah. name it something because if you name it something, you'll come back to it, it'll be easier to find it later. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do um, in terms of photo uh, organization. And of course, I'm always syncing everything on the iPhone. So yeah, you just want to keep up on top of it. The other thing I do too is I use the facial recognition portion of the app um, on the iPhone for photos because for me, I if I just tap on my dad, for instance, then like any photo that was his goes in a folder. And that's the easiest way to do it. So if you're somebody that has never made a folder or an album on your photos app, then that would be a way to start because then it will at least group it by person, right? Mm -hmm. So you can just start with more general and then course correct as you get better over time. Like you don't, here's the thing I just want to say to people, don't get overwhelmed and not start, just start anyways. And you can course correct along the way. Don't have to make your email perfect. Don't have to make you know, you don't have to scan your entire paper stack on your desk and go digital and never have a piece of paper again. It's just do something to start out and then you can, you know, you can modify it and get better at it over time. We all started somewhere. I was yeah. the person once too. Absolutely. I love that you said that because, you know, we, you and I, no doubt, you and I both see this whenever we go into homes, when they have asked us to please come in. Number one, it's all relatable because even we had to start somewhere. We get it. Number two, you said at the beginning, you can get overwhelmed. I do too. I think that organization for me, organization for me has been like church and the gym. It's good for my soul and it's good for my body Um, because I feel like it just chills me the heck out when I do feel overwhelmed. So like you said, don't be afraid to start wherever you're at and and no judgment. I think it's so important. I always say just lean in and just begin. That's all. Make some folders. Like right after you listen to this podcast uh, episode, make some folders on your phone and start putting the apps that you have, you know, declutter some of the apps and put the apps that you really want to save in a folder called food put yeah. make another one called kids, make another folder called health. You know, there's different folders that you make another one called finances or just call it money. You put your banking app and stuff in there. There's lots of easy ways to just make folders on your phone. And that's something that you can start immediately today. And it'll take you all of 15 minutes and it's going to make you so much lighter feeling. And then what I do on my phone is I just keep, you know, the top six or eight apps that I use regularly. Everything else is not on the front page 
because I just don't want to see it. And I'm a big believer too in like snoozing notifications. I don't want a banner to pop up for every single thing. And I don't want a red sticker for everything except single thing on my phone. So I have the red sticker for email. I have the red sticker for text message and a few other things for work. But other than that, I go into my settings and I choose to click on the apps that I don't want big notifications from. And you can choose right then and there, snooze or remove notifications, remove banners, all that stuff. I also don't have noises on my computer to alert me when an email came in. I don't want to be hearing that one trying to make dinner and be with my kids. Like that's, that's part of it too. It's just digital clutter is digital noise auditorily too, because everything has a little sound attached to it. So I think that's so smart. I love that. I do the same thing. I, I silence almost all of my notifications and, and that goes for social media stuff as well too, because I just, Otherwise I would be hearing like ding, 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 oh, ding yeah. all the time. And you're like, what? No, that's not the music I want to listen to. <laughs> Katrina, the, all of these things are so helpful. I think that there were a couple other apps that I would love for you to quickly share for some things. I know we talked about email. I did just want to mention, I think you told me when we were just talking about going back and talking about, you had mentioned doing things like a VIP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have an email, I thought this was pretty cool because I know there are a couple of clients that Katrina wants to definitely, if, if they have emailed her specifically, She'd worked with these clients before. Now for you moms, if this is maybe it's not like a client situation that you're thinking about, but like your school is mm-hmm. emailing you yeah, or maybe you an pictures. update about something you want yes. to. Yeah. So, so the, I mean, I'm talking a lot about the iPhone because that's what I use and a lot of people use millions yeah. of people. So that's, that's my frame of reference, but what you can do on the iPhone is you can, uh, when you're in your email app, it, well, this is, if you use the mail app on the iPhone, you go into the mail app and you click on the email address that you want to make a VIP person or a VIP address. You want the phone to recognize this email address is very important. So you click on it and then it's going to give you an option. If you just scroll down to tap on make this VIP. And so you make that email address VIP. And then, so that is then going to come up as a banner or you can choose different ways to get notified. And then you will basically be notified when that particular person, any particular people, it's almost like your favorites, right? Mm -hmm email you. So that's a good way so that you don't miss important emails. If you're scared of putting your email app, like and burying it a little bit, or if you're not able to get to it every 20 minutes or whatever you're used to doing, it's a great way to still be notified of important emails from people you don't want to miss. Yes. I love that. I think that's great. I didn't want to forget that tip. I thought that was so smart. And now I will say as we're winding down, there are a couple other things, but I don't want to let any more time go by without mentioning. I don't want to forget that Katrina offers these digital decluttering courses. And so I know that you were mentioning probably in the month of October, you would be doing another digital decluttering course. And I love the challenges that you do in your stories. Oftentimes, if you guys just follow her again, I'm going to say operation organization. I love that. If you go to that on um, Instagram, I love looking at her stories, not only because of her rad dance moves, which I tell Totally love. There is um, a highlight of all my dancing too. So I, I haven't been dancing as much this lately because I was visiting some in-laws and stuff. So there's not really a private place to do crazy dancing, but um, I do have an, I have a highlight of all my dancing. Yeah. I have gone down that highlight rabbit hole because they make me smile to know. And I love them. I love them. They make me so happy. I love to like a lot of times when you post those, it's because you're getting ready to like, you're gearing yourself up for something. You're getting ready to go for a run and maybe you're not so much in the mood. And so you right. put on your workout clothes and you're like, I'm just going to have like a little jam sesh real quick. 
dance it out. And then you get fired up to go for a run. I love, by the way, I have to tell you guys that I think whenever you make the choice to live an organized life, it filters into healthy habits as well with eating well, exercising, moving your body, being physically in space for that. There's more space for that in your life. Once you're, once you're more organized, I mean, or, or if you start with doing a little bit more self-care, right. Then then it filters into wanting to do more in your home or your digital life with decluttering too. So it's, it's a hundred percent that I think there's a big correlation. I do too. I couldn't agree more. And I think so much of that maybe doesn't happen because as you mentioned, people might be overwhelmed because they feel like they have so much ground to cover with organization. And so they feel like there's no way I could do this, or there's no way I could do this on my own. I'm going to tell you, and I did an episode on this, ask for help. There's no need for you to have to do this all by yourself. Guys, I'm a professional organizer. I reached out to another professional organizer to be on the show because I'm not great when it comes to digital decluttering. And I needed her help. I had to ask for help because this, I told her, I was like, girl, this is not a solo episode that I would ever do because I don't even know how to tell people these things. So ask for help when you need it. Don't be afraid to start where you're at when it comes to whether it's digital decluttering or any type of decluttering, by the way, if you're following Katrina, she has so many very fun. You guys know, I, I love the three E's, my essentials, enhancements, and extras, you know, get organized in three simple steps. She has these really other cool methods that I love so much. And I just feel like we just can benefit from so many of the things that Katrina is putting out. So it's definitely not just digital decluttering, but I just, I love what you put out there. I love having you on today. And I I want people to follow you and be inspired by you the way that I am. I do not have it all figured out when it comes to organization. I think I have some good stuff, but I feel like there's plenty of things I can still learn from you. I love being able to support you as a fellow organizer. And I have so many other organizing friends, like people that we don't get to hang out with all the time, but online we see each other and we get inspiration from each other. So I absolutely love, love, love that. And before we go, are there any other, you and I both, we jotted down a couple of things. Are there any other things that you just want to mention that I can pop in show notes yeah. that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about? Yeah, I think um, just if you're looking to go um, paperless and you have a lot of papers on your desk or maybe it's on the kitchen counter or you have a little station, um, I switched to not saving so much paper. And so, of course, I've got a couple, you know, two file boxes in my house. But for the rest of the stuff that I just want to keep digital but not keep, I use the CAM scanner app. And I think that's really lovely because you can use it on your phone and just it essentially you just take a picture of the, and so you don't need to buy an expensive scanner. If you're looking to really take your, your paperwork to the next level and digitize it, you can get something that I recommend called a Fujitsu snap scan, I believe is what it's called. You can put that link in the show notes as well. So that's one thing I wanted to mention. And then also too, like, don't be afraid to really lean in hard to the notes app, you know, on your phone, because so many of us are keeping like little bits of information and lots of different apps and also just holding it in our head. And you can make folders and lists and checklists and packing lists and grocery store lists and shareable notes um, that you can share with your, your spouse, you know, within just the native notes app that comes with your smartphone. So there's so many things that you can do with that. You can even load in pictures and stuff. So I would just say, really look at the notes app. 
And then the other last one I wanted to um, just bring up is Trello. So Trello is a digital to-do list app and it allows you to have these beautiful boards that are like drag and droppable. You can have it online on your computer browser, but you can also download it. So it synchronizes to your phone as well. And so I just feel like for moms of littles, you're on the playground, you have a thought, it's a to-do, you don't have your list because you left your planner on the counter or it's too big and it's in the car or something like that. I just say part of having a more efficient and effective life for you to be more present is having your to-do list turn digital. So I said it, it might be an unpopular, popular, you know, opinion, but love it. It is just nice because it can just be in your phone. So check out Trello also, because I think that really can help just simplify all the different places that we store our thoughts, our lists and our to-dos. I absolutely love that. I think it's a great idea. Um, I feel like I've always got a, a never ending to-do list in my head as well. Cause like, once you check one thing off, it almost makes room for another thing. So I totally get that. And I lean in so hard to that notes out. I even have things like my favorite hashtags. So I don't have to go in and like do that whenever I'm posting, you know, for like business stuff. And then I will put in helpful links. And then I actually have folders. Um, I have to say Katrina, mate, you might be really proud. If you saw my notes out, you might be really oh, impressed. I'm, I'm kind of, I know I do like anytime I'll just, I'll have this confession. Anytime I see um, an influencer or somebody I follow on Instagram, where they post uh, like a list that they wrote or screenshot some sort of list they created. I'm hardcore screenshotting them and just zooming in because I want to see how somebody <laughs> made their list because I'm always looking for different thoughts and ideas about it. I love I like it. What people put on their lists. <laughs> I think that's so great. I, we listen, I think we're cut from the same mold. I get I it. Know. And if somebody wants to dive deeper into digitally decluttering their life, I will be offering a class in October. So just be on the lookout for that. And yes, you know, message me if you've got any questions. This was such a fun episode. Yay. Thank you so much for being on. Like I said, I just, you know, I remember just in the very beginning of deciding who I was going to put on the podcast whenever I was thinking about podcast guests, because I do a lot of solo episodes. I just remember thinking, I really want to make sure I bring people on the podcast where they're going to be able to offer something super helpful that maybe we hadn't thought of, or just like give us some additional support. If it's stuff that we might've thought of, but we don't know how to execute. And you have always been at the top of my list. I'm such a huge Katrina Teeple and operational organization fan. And I absolutely am obsessed with all of your amazing employees that you just, I mean, I think you treat them like Queens. I think they're incredible people, but I love just your, the way that you run your business. And I love when you highlight them and you talk about all the great work that they're doing for you guys in your company. So I just love it all. I think it's amazing. And not to mention the fact that you're a killer wife and mom as well. And such a good friend. So okay. kind to me thank in those you. late night hours. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm a work in progress. That's for sure. I'm, I'm always trying to get better, but I appreciate the opportunity. And if, if, if anybody has any more questions, just PM me on Instagram. I'll try to get back to you, but just, just remember, I'll leave you with this. Just try to simplify as much as you can with the time you have. You don't need to block off an entire day, an entire afternoon, an entire Saturday. Just start in the tiny little bits and it snowballs into wanting to do more and more and more and more. So you can just think of one little thing from this episode today to just get started with. That's going to start you on the path and then you'll just have it on your mind. You'll be thinking like, how can I digitally declutter my life 
even more because there's one thing's for sure. We're not getting away from digital lives anytime soon, right? So we're only getting into it more and more and more. So I, that, I just hope that helps. Absolutely. It definitely helps me. And I could not have ended this episode any better. So we're going to leave it to your words. Thank you again so much, Katrina. And guys, if this was helpful for you, share this episode and go shoot us a review. That's always so helpful. If you can head over to Apple podcasts and give us a review and let us know what you think. And if there's ever anything that you would like for me to cover, listen, I'm just, I told Katrina already I'm having her back on because there's so many things I want to pick her brain about so many things. Gosh, we didn't even get to talk enough about chickens. I feel like there should be a chicken episode. <laughs> well, well, I do have a lot of chickens. So if you, if, if I've got, I've got brownie, Rocky, sunshine, pickles, princess, and speedy. And I didn't name any of them. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, <laughs> and they travel with us too. So they're, they're very, um, they're very well taken care of. <laughs> do. Oh my gosh, guys, that is an episode for sure. I'm going to hover on talking about traveling with children and chickens. It has been such an entertaining thing to watch over the summer. You're amazing at everything you do, Katrina. I love you. Thank you so much for being on. You guys head over and check out all of the things that she has to offer over at Operation Organization. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.